0: Welcome to CamdenCast. I'm Tanvi. And I'm Erin. And this is our 7th Heaven podcast.
1: On today's episode of CamdenCast, we will be discussing Season 7, Episode 15 of 7th Heaven, the title of which is I Love Lucy, but if you are in Germany, the title is Yes, I Will. The IMDb user synopsis is, Lucy dreams that Kevin takes her out for Valentine's Day, and Roxanne comes to steal Kevin away. When Kevin does ask her out for real, she does not want to go. She does go, and he proposes to Lucy. Eric and Annie try to have their own date. (laughs) So.
0: Uh, thanks for spoiling the entire episode, IMDb user summary.
1: What was your first impression of this episode?
0: I don't understand why anyone would want to marry Lucy. (laughs) Um, I just, I guess, like, I don't know, I, I just... As an audience member and as a person who very much dislikes Lucy and also as a person who realizes that everybody else in, like, the seventh heaven verse realizes the kind of person Lucy is. I just want one episode where there's vindication
1: for the rest of us. I know. There was in that one episode when they were like, not everything's about you, but she went right back to – it's not like she learned a lesson and moved on from it. I also just want to say that we had been noting that – the Valentine's Day episodes had been episode fourteen, and we thought that there like was some sort of correlation between, you know, episode fourteen and Valentine's Day being on the fourteenth of February. But it was the fifteenth episode in this season, so our theory is disproven. Yes,
0: it is. Um, yeah, I just I feel like for the first half of this episode, Lucy spends the entire time complaining about how she's not going to get like a proposal even though she doesn't want a proposal. I don't know, like something like that. And then she gets her perfect proposal and that's it. Like there's no like oh you I'm, I'm I was complaining for no reason or blah blah blah. I guess we do get an apology to Roxy which is quite nice, but I don't know. I feel like I don't like that Lucy gets what she wants.
1: Yep she does She does nothing to earn it, and she's uh whatever she talks about having work to do in this episode as well, and we've never seen her work a day in her life at school. she doesn't really help around the house from what we see no, yeah. you know but anyway
0: I mean I know like I, I get that she's probably like meant to be the mo- like the most relatable, most likable character, but she really isn't like they spend so much time on her.
1: Ugh. I think uh, right now Simon is like the most relatable because he's like just tr- the most average yeah. kind of live trying to live like a normal life like not outside of the scope of being like the reverend's son and he's like made more mis- him and Mary like made like normal mistakes mm-hmm. and learn that way and that's just i don't know
0: and I guess my final point on this topic before we get into the actual episode, I would love to know I don't know like where I would get this information from, other than from like Brenda Hampton herself. But clearly, a lot of things happened on this show that changed the trajectory of the show, right? Jessica Beale and her magazine, um, like ho- uh, unfortunately, Barry Watson getting sick, um, uh, Adam LaVornian wanting to leave, like all but I want to know what they initially had planned you know like i'm sure she saw this going for a certain amount of time.
1: Yeah, like if the entire cast stayed together, like what would be the role right now of Mary and Matt if they were still in Glen Oak?
0: Or like, like if Lucy if we and if they actually ended up switching Lucy and Mary's storylines, what would Mary be like what would Lucy actually be doing? What would be her growth? What would be her character development? Like would she still end up in this place where she's the worst person in the world or
1: would she actually learn from it and would Mary be like awful?
0: Yeah, like what's i i want to know you know, because we said, like, I, I'm pretty sure that they were looking to end game Robbie and Mary eventually whenever Jessica Beale came back, but then Adam Lavornia left and they could never do that. Because they kept on coming back to that, you know? I don't know. Anyway, I guess we'll get into the episode now. So we usually do storyline by storyline, but this episode very much leans itself towards doing a scene by scene kind of synopsis. So we'll start with a cold open. Uh, it's Valentine's Day
1: uh and Kevin walks into the Ruthie and Lucy's room, which I want to say it's super weird that she's like about to get engaged and she's still sleeping in like the twin bed next to her like 12 year old sister. I don't know I feel like maybe her and Kevin should have had that like
0: wait especially because Robbie's not in that room anymore and Matt's not in that room. she should be able to move she, back into... yeah she
1: should move into Ruthie's old room or Ruthie should move back in her it's like their age difference makes it. It's like a almost a ten year age difference. It's a little bit strange that they're sharing a room. Um, Wait, what
0: is the setup? So Simon's in his own room. Yeah. The twins are in Ruthie's old room.
1: Yeah, and the room that connects to Simon's room, yeah.
0: And and so the room that was initially Mary and Lucy's is empty now. Yes. What <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> right, like, Lucy should get her own room.
0: Home. Or, like, Ruthie like, should move it back well, there. Well, Lucy
1: and Ruthie can each have their own room now. Everybody in that house, except for the twins, should have their own room right now.
0: Yeah, because Matt's not there. Robbie left ages ago.
1: And Mary's not there, yeah. Oh, so.
0: my, oh wow. Okay. Anyway, so Kevin <laughs> walks in uh, with a box and a massive bouquet of roses, and he kind of leaves it on Lucy's bed, and like walk sneaks back out. We then catch up with Lucy as she's dreaming. It starts out as a very nice dream with them kissing over like a there's like fairy lights everywhere. Um, there's they seem to be at some sort of outdoor restaurant
1: and enjoying th- a candlelit dinner yeah.
0: and. Then Foxy, Roxy, <laughs> walks in in this black dress with her hair all askew, um, and she, like, reveals her love for Kevin. She's like, I don't love Chandler anymore. I can't take it anymore. I love Kevin. And in the dream, um, she, Kevin is like, well, gotta leave with with Roxy because...
1: It's my destiny. Well, like, he's like, I, her, Ro, he goes, Roxy's, like, premonition about, like, being in love with me is stronger than our relationship.
0: So Lucy wakes up screaming, and when she wakes up screaming, there's also the rest of the cam fam all around her bed, other than Kevin, obviously, and they're like, oh
1: my god. Open the box.
0: What did Kevin get you? It's going to be the most
1: romantic Valentine's Day ever. Um, uh, she
0: opens up a letter or a card, which basically says, happy Valentine's day. Uh, there's going to be a car to pick you up at seven. Be ready where the, where the, whatever's in the box. And she's like, I'm not going. Cause I just had a bad omen or something. Yeah. And that's like the, basically what the first half of the episode is.
1: Um, so we'll, we'll start. That's the end of the cold open. Yeah. And then it comes back and, um, I think it starts the Rev Annie are in the kitchen. Yeah. And they're talking about their Valentine's Day. And Lucy comes down and it's it's now the same evening. Um, so we've time jumped to Valentine's Day night. And um the Rev and Annie are like, Oh, Lucy, why aren't you getting ready to go out with Kevin? Um, the car's gonna be here in an hour. So Lucy is like, No, I told you I'm not going. I had to have a bad omen about this or whatever. Um and like She's like, I know that I'm not going to get proposed to because Kevin and I had an agreement that I wouldn't, I didn't want to be expecting it on Valentine's Day and then not get it. So I know I'm not going to get proposed to and I just have a bad feeling about all of this and it's so stupid.
0: Uh, yeah, just like to mention that uh, the Rev and Annie are being disgustingly romantic and feeding each other strawberries and
1: uh, drinking champagne.
0: And they're getting ready for their own night out because apparently they've been invited to a party. And as a romantic jester, the Rev got a car for them. And the uh, the whole thing about Valentine's Day is, is that it's also the twins' birthday. But in this episode, we've kind of gotten rid of that because they <laughs> apparently celebrated it off screen. Without during any- <laughs> during
1: all of the hours between the morning and the evening, they celebrated off screen.
0: Um, so once Lucy leaves the Rev Annie, she then uh, runs into Simon, who tells her that her him and Cecilia are not spending Valentine's Day together because they both have the flu, but they will be on the phone with each other, telling each other how much they love each other. Um, then we have another conversation where Lucy complains about not getting proposed to, even though. She said she didn't want to get proposed to, but then she brings up the fact that uh, Kevin doesn't even want to marry her, because if he did, he would have
1: proposed. I don't know. She's just talking in circles about, like, why she doesn't want to go, because, I don't know, because she... They haven't even been dating for a year. His note says something about our first Valentine's Day together, and I don't know, sometimes... I guess, like... I don't know, but like this seems pretty fast for me, but like I don't know. I guess if if it's really meant to be, people know right away. Um
0: and well Simon's pretty quick about romance as it is. Um I would like to say that Simon has a great line in this one where he says, "You Lucy, you can't ruin everything just because you're not getting exactly what you want." Um, <laughs> so
1: Lucy gets hers.
0: Yeah. Um we then, I'm like, I'm serious. The first, the first, at least like twenty minutes of this episode is just Lucy going from family member to family member complaining, because the next person she goes to is to Ruthie. Um, we have this quick little thing where Ruthie made the twins hats for their birthday, and Lucy's willing to take them to the zoo, uh, but Lucy continues being the worst because, again, she starts complaining about the proposal and, like, oh, she's not going to wear what's in the box because she doesn't want to go. Uh, but she sees the she opens up the box and it ends up being... Um,
1: a dress that she saw in a magazine and it's, like, exactly what she wanted. And then they keep making these kind of subtle comments. Like, she says something about, like, oh, Kevin must have spent a fortune on this, which does come up to be relevant later, I guess. But um, she's like, oh, he probably had no money for a ring or, like, a proposal after... After he bought this, so now I'm really not getting proposed to. Um, Which I'm like, you should just be happy that he bought you the dress you wanted. He paid attention. He listened to you.
0: (laughs) So, Kevin, being the ultimate freak that he is, uh, gets the Rev and Annie a hotel room. (laughs) Um, And the one thing I'd like to mention about this scene is that they make sure that there's a hospital nearby. Because they're planning to have a very special
1: Valentine's Day indeed. Yes. And if so, you didn't
0: understand what that means, it's just they're going to have so much sex.
1: That the Rev might have a cardiac a- incident. <laughs>
0: Ugh, God, I hate them so much. <laughs> um, we we get back to the Camden house. Um, it seems like everybody seems like is trying to get out of the way. We've had Ruthie and the twins have left to go see Peter. Simon is pretending to be sick. And, oh, oops, spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he's not. Um, and Lucy's up. Getting ready, she's putting on some makeup and she's crying into the mirror, as one does. Basically, she's calling herself stupid. Uh,
1: she's like, "You knew you wanted a proposal. Why would you say that you didn't? Um, this was like so silly. I don't know.
0: I just think I. I mean, this is probably like a very unpopular opinion, but Lucy's also being the most basic, like." A Valentine's Day proposal. Like, everybody, I don't know, do something different. Like, I like... So- do something special. Yes, Simon
1: yeah, Simon had a good idea. He was like, maybe he's waiting for, like, the anniversary of when you met. And, like, that's a more meaningful... I don't know. Right. It depend- they, It's their first Valentine's Day together. Like, this is going to be the memory. Like, oh, you proposed to me. Like, do something else and then, like, make it a, I don't know, something special to them. Not, like, a day that everybody is celebrating because the calendar told them to.
0: Also because it's all, like, for the Camden specifically, it's already, like, a congested holiday. It's, yeah, with
1: the birthday. Yeah,
0: like, do you really want to include your pupo- proposal on that day, too? I don't know. It's, I just, it's, it's very clear that Lucy expects way too much out of Kevin. And then when she, like, quote-unquote graciously gives Kevin a break, then she's unhappy that Kevin needs the break. Like, she has very high expectations of this man. And I'm not, like, Kevin's biggest fan, but
1: I don't know. We She expects him to read her mind, which is just, like, one of those things that I feel like is a TV trope about, like, women. Mm-hmm. haha, Like, you're just supposed to know what they're thinking, and it's so hard to decode. It's, I,
0: don't, I really, we've talked about this in earlier episodes. I really don't like what Brenda Hampton has done with the female characters on the show. Besides Ruthie and, to an extent, Annie from time to time. And, and I, guess, I mean,
1: Mary in the beginning meaning, was, yeah. I, I mean, currently yeah. on the show
0: now. And uh, Cecilia, because I feel like we haven't really gotten, like, I, I think I, I like Cecilia. But um, what they've done with Roxy and Lucy, which I feel like are, like, the two female characters that are being pushed the most currently for season seven. It's not, I don't know, it's not what I like. Uh, anyway, back to the actual episode. We have Max the driver who shows up to pick Lucy up. Um,
1: so Max, yeah, so Lucy's in the car with him and she's going on and on about all of her worries about her dream with Roxy and she's telling, calling her a sex kitten and going on, you know, just like lamenting to Max, the driver, and she notices that they've gone around the same block a few times. Um, and we learn that Kevin was a little bit late getting out of work, so Max is like connected to kevin and that he's helping set up this elaborate plan but lucy obviously uses this against him
0: and or against kevin being like yeah because he was spending so much time with roxy um so all this is all going down way back at the camden house we have Cece showing up with uh Cece. with simon ruthie peter and the twins and they're all dressed the nines um uh, we find out that ruthie got a horse brush. From Peter, which I thought was
1: really That's cute. Yeah, yeah, it's cute. It's probably like all he could afford too. So yeah. that's like a you know, a thoughtful and age appropriate gift.
0: Um, and then we get back to, then we go to the church where Chandler is having a conversation with himself in the mirror. This is also a tried and true TV trope where they close, close up on the person's face and you think they're talking to another person, but they're talking to themselves. Um, Chandler. So
1: he's hyping himself to ask Roxy to marry him, even though they've gone on like two dates, not even uh, one and a half. (laughs) Um, and he's like, I know it's. Soon, but I really love you and and she walks in at the end of at the tail end of this, just like another you know like TV trope, you know she walks in on him pri- like priming himself to ask her to marry him. Um, so we find out from them, uh, Chandler is like, oh, there's this really good restaurant in a hotel nearby. I think I would like to try that place tonight, or like I have a reservation there. And obviously so sex kitten Boxy's yeah. like a oh, hotel. Yeah, so they decide they are going there. I believe the next scene is when we see Lucy at the hotel getting out of the cars because hijinks have to ensue.
0: Uh, just two quick things happen. Sorry, before that, uh, Ben shows up with a woman,
1: um, <laughs> a strange woman.
0: But we uh, very quickly realize it's Ben's mother, um, who's played by Bo Derek. I like trot I know that she's done a million things, and but I thought she was well known for just one thing. But she isn't. So I have nothing to give... No information to give you about Bo Derek whatsoever.
1: She was in 7th Heaven. Yeah.
0: Um, and we don't get her first name. She's just Mrs. King Kirk right now. Yeah. So we're just going to call her...
1: Mom. I don't think we ever get her name because that's oh, how she's really? credited on um, IMDb. She's credited just as Mrs. King Kirk.
0: Oh, I wanted a name. Because, you know, we have Patty Mary, Kevin, <laughs> and Ben. I want to know yeah. the woman who named them. Um and we have this weird scene with Chandler and Roxy, like, filling up the gas in the car,
1: where Roxy's basically, like... Well, Chandler doesn't pump the gas, and then he's like, I didn't want my hands smelling like gasoline for over dinner. And she's like, oh, what do you, like, why not? And he's like, because I don't find it appetizing. She immediately is like, where are you going to put your hands later?
0: Yeah, her basic thing is, that if the couple is engaged and have promised themselves to each other, it's okay for them to have sex. Yes. So, I don't, I don't know, I feel like we don't actually know, well, this is a thing that Seventh Heaven does all the time, but we've had this conversation before with Roxy being like, I want to have sex with him, but then she realizes sex isn't that important. But then two episodes later, she's back to She remembered
1: it's important. Yeah,
0: or, I don't know, whatever. Um, And, again, ugh, ugh. It
1: it makes no sense
0: Um, Now we can talk about Lucy at the hotel and the hijinks
1: So anyway, yeah, Lucy arrives At this grand, beautiful Looking hotel um, And she's like, oh, this is So fancy, so she's starting to come around To the idea that she's out On Valentine's Day, and I don't know Kevin might propose, who knows So, um, she goes Inside um, And she decides she needs to use the ladies room And at the same time We see Chandler and Roxy arriving, and they go to the restaurant in the hotel, and Chandler's like, oh, I have a reservation. And they're like, we just need five minutes to clear the table. So Roxy is like, oh, hold on, I just need a moment. And she steps away to the restroom.
0: And that's when we have... Some typical t- uh, TV comedy as well. Uh, Roxy enters a, ba- a bathroom stall as soon as Lucy exits, and then we think we're going to get away without them seeing each other, but obviously they look up in the mirror, and they're both there, and Lucy loses her shit. Uh, She's basically like, I knew it. I knew you were coming here to steal my Kevin from me. And, and-
1: Roxanne's like, chill. I'm here with Chandler. We have a reservation at the at the restaurant. And... Lucy's still on her, like, stupid bullshit, so
0: Roxy's like, look, actually, I'm pretty sure Chandler's here to propose to me, so if you ruin this for me, Lucy Camden, you're going to live to regret it.
1: And, of course, Lucy takes that and is like, oh, no, Roxanne and Chandler can't get engaged before I get engaged. I'll be so mad if Kevin does that to me.
0: Um, And she's, again, once again, complaining to Max the entire way through the hotel, but, like, at the same time, she's like, oh, wow, this is a fancy, like establishment. I wonder
1: what I'm doing here, yeah. Uh,
0: And then we reach a door where she sees that it says private party, and she's like, wait, that sounds suspiciously like jazz legend Bobby Short.
1: (laughs) And And guess what? (laughs) It is.
0: And she, like, like, I think she's, like, coming, like, figuring out that something is going down, because you open the door of the ballroom, she starts walking down the stairs. Imagine, like, the Cinderella entrance, like, the very typical...
1: No, they open the door to the ball. There are no stairs. Were there there stairs? Yeah, there She
0: goes down. Remember in the later scene when Kevin... Yeah, when
1: Kevin and Chandler are on the stairs. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: So she's walking down the stairs, and as she sees everybody, it's a ballroom with her favorite jazz person, Bobby Short, playing good music. And then we have everyone there.
1: Um, Yes, we have... So Peter, Ruthie, Simon, Cecilia, the the twins, and uh, Ben... Mrs. Kingkirk and... The Reverend Annie. The Reverend Annie. So the whole family's there and Kevin is wearing a gigantic tie. Yeah. And he stands up from the table and approaches Lucy and meets her like halfway and gets down on one knee. And he proposes and she accepts. And just like that, all the, these episodes and episodes of talking about it, it is over and it is done. And they are engaged
0: Yeah, um, everybody's clapping, they're kissing, uh, Kevin one-ups himself, and before the kids are allowed to leave, there's a pirate-themed cake for the twins, so they can celebrate their birthday, um... Oh, there's one weird scene where everybody's dancing, and Mrs. Kinkirk is dancing with the twins, and Lucy's like, who's this woman?
1: Yeah, she's like, why is Ben's date dancing with the boys? And we, like, well, Tammy, you said during the episode how weird it is, again, that she has no idea that this is Kevin's mother, and they just got engaged. So, like, another kind of showing that they really don't know a whole lot about each other um, before they kind of jumped into this whole engaged, getting married thing.
0: Especially because she was, like, when she was complaining to Max, she was like, how can Roxy and Chandler get married? They don't even know each other. Uh, like, Kevin and I know each other so well. Yeah, sure you do. You didn't even recognize, his like, his mother. Um, and then in this episode, like, later on in the scene, we also find out that um, Kevin is financially stable. And again... Which is
1: we, because we were questioning the whole time, how did he afford this? But apparently Kevin has um, a bit of money saved up.
0: And this is when we have your like compulsory mention of Matt and Mary, because Lucy uses Kevin's cell phone to call them. We obviously don't hear that conversation (laughs) or see them. Um, We will go back to uh, Roxy and Chandler now. They have a bit of a like scene here. Basically Roxy's like, I heard you practicing my proposal in the mirror. And I just want you to say that I've been practicing me saying yes. And, but she's like, but I think that Kevin and Lucy just got engaged and I don't want to trample on her big night. So you can't ask me right now. And then they're basically like, I think I love you. (laughs) It's like, You should love each other before you get engaged.
1: Also, just to backtrack real quick, there's a casual mention of Roxanne's stab wound when they're in the car getting the gas. Because Roxanne, like, implies that sex will heal her stab wound or make her feel better. Um, But we are reminded, unlike that time when the ref got shot and they just totally forgot Mm -hmm. about it, we are reminded of Roxanne's stab wound. But we still have never heard about the ref getting shot again.
0: We do. We also got a bit. I wish we had more about the stab wound because we find out from Roxy that the guys at the precinct precinct are giving her more respect because of it. I'd love love to know more about her work life. Yeah, like Roxy's life as a woman on the police force. Like that would be that's great. an
1: interesting that's an interesting like way to pl- like to develop her character too, instead of just making her like man crazy.
0: Yeah, uh, she goes. I'm starting to like Lucy now because she's so crazy. I'm like, that's not... A- I hate her because she's so crazy. I don't like her. Um, and then you realize that actually R- Roxy and Lucy are one and the same. Right. Because I was thinking about this. I didn't mention this to you while I was watching the episode. But if you reverse their places, like if you put Lucy on the police force with Kevin, you 100% know Lucy would be all over that boy. Yeah. And like Roxy would obviously be like, ugh. No, it's my Kevin. So they're the same person. Um... Somehow all the kids, yeah, all the kids plus Ben plus Mrs. Kingkirk have all made their way back to the Camden house. And everybody's like, oh, Ben, you should have someone.
1: And then they're like, the twins are like, we have someone for you. It's Peter's mom. So Peter's mom comes over to pick him up and she meets Ben and they start making out in the cam kitchen which is short for the cam kitchen.
0: And I'm just going to finish the storyline out. Yeah. Um, like, we find out that Ben is about to be 24, that she's obviously older because she has been married, has had, has had a kid. Um, and even though she spent an entire, like, evening making out with this boy, she's like, uh, you're too young for me, and then just leaves, which is great. Yeah. I love older women. <laughs> uh, so Ben gets rejected, and we're back to Ben not
1: having anybody. And then Peter and Ruthie have this little discussion about, like, whether or not they should kiss, and Peter is, and Ruthie is basically like, you won't, because you're scared. Um, and Peter's like, no, I think we should wait, or something like that. I don't know why he says that he's not going to do it. So then he falls asleep on the couch while he's waiting for his mom to stop finish making out with Ben, And when they need to wake him up, Ruthie's like, I'll do it. And she gives him a little kiss, and it's cute. And he wakes up, and he's pleased.
0: Um, We have uh, also a scene here where Rev and Annie are in bed together in the hotel room. Uh, He hasn't had a heart attack yet, so.
1: So they haven't done anything too crazy.
0: Uh, But basically, they're talking about, like, do you think Kevin's going to survive an engagement to Lucy? And Like, everybody's aware that Lucy's the worst. So it's like the butt of the joke on this show now. Um, but yeah.
1: I mean, and it always has been, even in the early seasons when they were like, ha Lucy's the last to know everything.
0: And then we have Simon and, and Cece, who are... Sisai and Cece.
1: Cy-Cy, Uh yeah.
0: Who are on the phone with each other talking about what they love about each other. Like, Simon's considerate and...
1: And good-looking and all these other... Th- and Cecilia likes the way it feels when he holds her hand. Uh,
0: so yeah, you know, whatever. Young love. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, we have a kind of, um, so Chandler and Kevin have a conversation, which is completely unnecessary and mostly just about, like, women.
1: Yeah, it's like, (laughs) ah, they're so hard to understand. Who knows what women ever mean?
0: And meanwhile, like, Roxy goes over to congratulate Lucy in the ballroom, where Lucy's like, I'm so sorry for the way I acted. And they kind of have, like, some sort of weird understanding because Lucy realizes that Roxy postponed her proposal to
1: honor Lucy's proposal. But you know in the next episode they're going to go back to hating each other for some reason. So again, this is like the second or third time that they've like made amends and it's just all going to go to shit the next episode because there's no continuity. Um,
0: But we do have what maybe might be, could have been my favorite scene of the episode because the entire time I was like, Dance, dance together, dance together, dance together. And they do. They end up dancing together because it's Roxy's favorite song. But of course, the boys can't have that.
1: They need to go cut in because Kevin is a homophobe.
0: He's like, I don't like the look of that. Um, Which, I mean, Kevin has been talking about how he wants his partner and his, I guess, fiance now to be friendly. And now when they're dancing together, that's just not good. Yeah. Um, So we have a Chandler and Roxy scene where they're kissing in the car The only thing, the only reason I want to point this out is because Kevin, uh, Kevin, sorry, Chandler stops the car because he's like, you're just too good not to kiss right now. And I was like, that is horrible.
1: At least he stopped the car and didn't get in an accident.
0: The very last scene of the show is um, Ben and Kevin's mom, Mrs. King Kirk, getting a call from her Beloved, Um, and
1: who is not Mr. King Kirk?
0: And she calls Kevin and lets him know that they're going to be get eloped, and they're going to go to Italy for six for like yeah yeah. for like six
1: months or something.
0: But Kevin wants Mrs. King Kirk at the wedding, and so Lucy and Kevin decide that they're going to get married in April. Uh, So yay, spring wedding! Wait, is it officially spring? Yeah, it is. April? Yeah. yeah April a- is spring.
1: Yeah. My
0: bad. Um, So, yeah, not only does Lucy get her engagement, but... She gets a quick wedding. She gets a quick wedding. Um,
1: a do, short engagement, yeah. I,
0: it's because Kevin's like, I don't think I could survive a long engagement, which could mean a bunch of things. One, Lucy, you're the worst. Or two, I need sex. Can you so... imagine
1: wedding planning, Lucy? No, it's, bo- it's both. <laughs> it's
0: both. Um, Okay. I think that's about it for this episode. Um what would you rate it?
1: Um I it wasn't that hard to watch. So I'm going to give it a 3.5 um because I mean, I didn't love the storylines, but it it flowed pretty easily scene to scene. So yeah, 3.5.
0: Um I will give this a 3. I can't Lucy needs to be punished somehow, and I'll do it in my ratings. <laughs> yes.
1: This is the ultimate comeuppance
0: <laughs> for me. Um, yeah, I mean, it's nice. I mean, the proposal was very nice. I have to say, like,
1: if you have the money to do it that way, yeah. you should probably do it that way. Getting
0: your like fianc or like potential fiance's favorite singer, getting an entire ho- like ballroom.
1: Yeah, and it, like just because of the nature of the show, she's like really close to her family, so having her family there is probably important. This is all very good.
0: Yeah. Um, and, like, she got the, he got the dress that she wanted. Yeah. It looked like a nice ring. All the things the girl wants, <laughs> I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, we will obviously have a lot of things from this episode up on our social media. Um, if you want to see what sex kitten Roxy looks like, or you want to check out the ring, um, or Kevin's big pink tie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> On our Instagram and Twitter, our handle is at Cast Show and on Facebook we're facebook.com slash Camdencast. And you can listen to us for new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday on the iTunes Apple Podcast app or on Stitcher or on SoundCloud.com slash Camdencast. I'm Tanby. I'm Aaron. This is Camdencast.